1: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: But you can't bowl and you can't throw. i just dead. In a week where we've followed Stuart Broad's lead and declared all previous substandard episodes of this podcast void, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw
1: how to get eve smith out at edge baston. steve smith is a world class batter and difficult to get out, yeah. i know that. but few strategies uh, the bowlers and fielders can try to dismiss him. use the short ball. steve smith is known to be vulnerable against the short ball.
0: use strategic field placement. not thought of that. vary your bowling. not thought of that either.
1: It's worth noting that Steve Smith is
0: an exceptional batter, so even with these strategies, there's no guarantee of getting him out. <laughs> You're here with uh, Dan Libke, Cat Jones, Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson. Um, we're all trying to work out. Using the Sky Sports AI, how to uh, dismiss Steve Smith.
1: Was that the Sky Sports AI? Or yeah. Or was it the uh, – it wasn't ChatGPT?
0: No, no. I, I think it's broadly similar, though. I think they're broadly similar. Yeah. I think they've uh, just chucked in uh, some specific uh, Steve Smith knowledge into the, the into the AI. But that, that's a commercial that Sky Sports are, are running for the ashes. So that's, uh, that's entertaining
1: stuff. I wondered what the IQ level of Sky Sports AI might be. <laughs> Not particularly high. <laughs> <but yes. laughs> what kind of intelligence are you uh, – applying here.
0: Yes. And of course, uh, that means that Ashes banter has officially begun. We're uh, still, you know, what, six weeks, eight weeks? God, I only only know knows how far away from actual Ashes cricket taking place, but there's all, already lots of uh, nonsense being thrown back and forth. It uh, feels
1: like it's almost late to be starting the Ashes banter, right? Yes.
0: But uh, Stuart Broad is leading the charge, which yeah. means you, you, we can expect some high quality nonsense, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. He's also already declaring certain previous Ashes series null and void. So <laughs> yes, which yes. one? Did he not want? Uh, the you... most recent one, that right.
0: Australia won 4-0. He, mm-hmm. uh, he decided that he didn't really like that result. Uh, so that that one's no good. Uh, that was because of COVID, I think he decided yeah. that one didn't count. Yeah. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see uh, how, how many others they, they decide are null and void. Uh, but Joe Root and Chris Silverwood must feel very frustrated uh, yeah. having lost their jobs over <laughs> an Ashes series that didn't even count. It's That's very silly. It doesn't yeah. seem fair. No,
1: right? that's not fair at all. They should be immediately given their jobs back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and,
0: uh, and uh, poor old Joe Root also had his testicles hammered repeatedly by Mitchell Stark for seemingly no, no good reason. No reason at all. No yeah, reason at all. Weird behaviour from Joe, I think. Yep. Yes. I, I'd also like to think that, you know, the you know, the draw in that series where Anderson and Broad held on for the last wicket, I think that should still count, though, even if the series doesn't count. But <laughs> yeah, That partnership should
1: count. Yeah, so it'll be a nil-all result. Mm. Yeah, still based nil-all. Based on that draw. Yeah, yes. Mm.
0: Uh, but Broad hasn't just stopped with uh, declaring Ash's series null and void. He's also invented uh, a new delivery.
1: Are you sure that's true? And it's not just what chat GPT said was happening because we can't always believe it.
0: No, no, but this is true. This is a, uh, Stuart Broad channeling, uh, the late Shane Warne who used to yeah. always come up with, you know, mystery balls all over the place. Stuart yeah. Broad has, has invented a delivery that he calls the outswinger. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently it moves away from the batter oh, and he's going to yeah, he's gonna use it. To, yeah. He's going to use it to get the edges of, uh, Steve Smith and Monica's oh, bat.
1: What, move the ball away from a right handed mm. No one has ever thought yeah, of that.
0: it's, uh, it's good stuff. Mm. Um, Uh, We've also got other, you know, nonsense. Uh, Fox Sports, uh, as we record this, has just gone public with a news article that says England is considering deploying short boundaries for the upcoming Ashes series and they're all completely outraged by that uh, in their (laughs) clickbait headline.
1: I presume this is because England are planning to move the boundaries so that they're they're further out when Australia's batting. Yeah. You know, as you should. Home grand advantage, yeah. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. (laughs) Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we have just got time to cover the IPL. Mm, Sorry. IPL's about two-thirds of the way through at the minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're they're motoring along. They've they've passed the halfway mark. They just keep chugging along a a match or two every night. Uh, And and they're trying to determine uh, there's, there's 10 teams this season, right?
1: Hmm. And uh, there's, there's going to be a top four at the end of it for mm-hmm. the finals, and all of the teams are in the top four at the moment. Yeah. Right. Like everyone has the same number of wins and losses. Well, pretty much. There's yeah. one at the top and one at the bottom, but the rest in the middle the are, rest all are pretty all just,
0: similar. Yeah, they're all 50 50 chance. They win half their games, they lose half their games. It's, it's, it's very tight in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite as crazy as when we were last talking about the IPL. We haven't mm. had anybody hitting. You know, five sixes off the last five balls to win a match no, or something. Sadly, well, although we did have a uh, Tim David, I, I, I believe, hit three sixes off three balls in the final over to win a match. So oh, well, he's getting good. there. I mean, that's a, it's a fail, failure of his uh, of his bowlers to not give him a bigger target to chase in the final over. Right? Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. And, and we, I think, even just last night we had MS Doney hitting two mm. sixes off the final two balls. Yes. So there's a little bit of craziness, but not quite as crazy mm. as the last episode. Yeah, haven't, haven't,
0: it, haven't even had a man attempt in, no. in the last few weeks. So. Very disappointing.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: But we do have one team that's performing very consistently, right?
1: That's right, uh, Delhi Capitals. Yes.
0: So they've what, played eight games and lost six of them at the time of recording. Now, every other team could only dream of that consistency. Yeah. But, but if you do declare those losses void, then they're the only undefeated team in the competition. So it makes you think, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> you can do that. You can definitely do that.
0: Yes. Uh, so David Warner is captain of the Delhi Capitals, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. So David Warner's having a pretty good season. Uh, mm. He's... He's uh, scoring quite a lot, so it's a good warm-up for... The Ashes, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I don't think he cares a jot about the IPL. He's just warming up for the Ashes. So yeah. he's, he's scored, uh, uh, what, 306 runs at an average of 38 at the time of recording. Uh, mm. I think Australia would take that from Warner in the Ashes. Yeah, that's
1: right.
0: His strike rate is is, is uh, 118.6 for the for the season, which, which may be a little below par for a T20 tournament, but it's excellent for an Ashes tournament. <laughs>
1: it's perfect for an Ashes tournament.
0: Yeah, I mean, seven and over, you'll be able to keep up with almost all the England batters at, at that rate.
1: The weirdest stat about David Warner, he's, I don't know, in the top 10 of, of the of the most runs scored. He's only hit 1-6 up yeah. till now. Yeah. And everyone else, I mean, you know, Swell at the top, 18 sixes. Faf, 27 sixes. Uh, Guyquad, 19 sixes. David Warner is, is the top Australian in the, in the IPL, you know, top runs, most runs table. 1-6. Yeah. It's... Astounding sensible that he scored batting. so many. Yeah,
0: he oh, can't get caught if you keep the ball on the ground. That's his. That's his motto. He's uh, yeah, very sensible. I think uh, very good test match batting from David Warner.
1: Yeah, incredibly selfish play. He's got the lowest strike rate of everyone else in the yeah, top twenty. That's all right.
0: Uh, how are your bets going in the IPL?
1: Dreadful. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I bet on bloody Quinton de Cock. I don't think he's got a game yet.
0: <laughs> so that's... Do, do you get your money back if he doesn't play?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Well, he should But it's like be, should be like a scratching in a horse race. Yeah. It should should be actually oh well anyway like we said uh, we know exactly why dc's on the bottom mm. and it's all to do with david warner <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh my bets i did i didn't bet on on warner i bet on maxwell to mm-hmm. be the top run scorer for his own team and unfortunately his own team are bloody ball hogs yeah and uh
0: that's so faff and coley still, faff at the top. still
1: at the top if you learn only stop run- scoring runs anyway he's uh Maxwell has increased. He's, he's now 15th on the overall table, up from mm-hmm. 28th, mm-hmm. Uh, which w- was last time we recorded. He's got 258 runs. The guy at the top is 428 runs. Coley's on 333. Yeah. Faf is on 422. It's, it's in Maxwell's sights. There's enough time to yeah, catch these people. Yeah,
0: there's still five or six games for, uh, for RCB to play. He could easily reel them in if he just gets a chance to bat. So. Yeah, so
1: the strategy, though, is difficult because if Faf and Coley commence and – bat together, there's no chance at all for Maxwell. Mm. But as soon as he comes in at three, he should be able to get the other one out pretty quickly. Yeah, should be able to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, run He's him out. Run yep. him out. Yeah. Yep. So or,
0: you know, do, you drive, drive it back and get the bowler to put a finger on it. Or, yep. Yeah. Anything. Drive it
1: straight into the bowler's hand. So, yep. unfortunately, we've seen him, I think, go out first ball a couple of times, mm. which doesn't mean he gets the chance to run out his... Yeah. His uh, Seems a bit unfair, run. right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Put and jab kings I had as being the winners. Now, it is possible. They're in the mix. They've won about with, half with the match. With all the other teams in the middle, they're kind of smack bang in the middle, fifth on the ladder. So they're going fourth, they're going sixth. I think it still could happen. So that's probably the best bet. Yeah, it might be my best bet. Please support Capitalism by checking out these sponsors.
0: Right. this episode is sponsored by the website whohastheashes.com. It's a convenient resource for all upcoming Ashes banter, um, which as we mentioned earlier, has, has commenced. So whohastheashes.com provides all the stats and information you need for every men's Ashes series. And it's not just the men, it's the women as well. Uh, whohasthewomensashes.com will <laughs> keep you up to date on all the vital knowledge relevant to the women's multi-format series. So... And has it been
1: modified by ChatGBT, Sky, AI, or Stuart Broad?
0: Yeah, there's there's hackers all the time trying to get into it and modify it. Mm -hmm. There, briefly uh, did say... uh not sure. Check with Stuart Broad, but uh, that has been corrected. I've got alerts set up all the time for yeah. whenever people hack into it. So, yes. Who has the ashes.com or who has the men's ashes.com. They both redirected the same place. And who has the women's ashes.com. That will keep you up to date on everything you need to know about the ashes.
1: ECB marketing droid, and I have created the optimal form of cricket. What's ten times ten? How many balls are there in sixteen point four? What's the greatest cricket tournament the world has ever seen? The hundred. The hundred. The hundred. The hundred. The hundred is Substack meets Masterclass meets The Economist meets The New Yorker.
0: <laughs> All right, here we are talking about the hundred again.
1: Yes, and uh, maybe the last time we talk about the hundred. No,
0: I know. I know. And I just updated the the jingle as well, and it's about to go. Yes,
1: I think that last little comment is is maybe the main reason why the hundred has not been a success. It was, it was just too. You know enigmatic no one knew what was going on at all
0: yes yes so anyway yeah. the
1: rumors are emerging that the hundred uh, the hundreds days are numbered
0: mm, yeah numbered from one to a hundred yeah. presumably yeah, that's right yeah so it'd be very sad wouldn't it we love the hundred here on this podcast right? we do we yeah. do
1: love the hundred we love bagging it yeah. who would have thought that the hundred wouldn't have lasted i mean yeah. it was such an innovative tournament <laughs> yes. for women and children yep
0: i mean we did say a few episodes ago we did uh, have a theory about the hundred mm-hmm. uh let, let's see if i can find this quote anyway it's. It's the final season of succession and uh, no word yet on whether it's the final season of the hundred.
1: <laughs> I think I can blame you if the hundred vanishes now because you predicted this.
0: Yeah, it, um, yeah, we, we called it. So so yeah, where where, where did the hundred go wrong? Like what, what was what was its biggest
1: flaw? Was it when they started playing it? <laughs> I think it might be <laughs> It was, it was a lot
0: of fun before they actually started playing yeah, it, right? It was like, it was. oh, what what is this crazy tournament going to be? They kept yeah. giving us new rules and all kinds of possibilities. It I was... think
1: once they started, they had to keep the same rules. I mean, that yeah. was, that's the main problem. If they could keep altering the rules, it would have just been a wonderful tournament.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, and they, they had it scheduled and uh, then it was uh, delayed by COVID. So we had like yeah. an extra year of, you know, pondering about what the 100 could be and they could come up with, you know, maybe yeah. the bowlers will bowl 10 balls in a row or... Five thanks thanks
1: to COVID, the 100 has lasted a lot longer than we expected. <laughs> At least one year longer, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, yeah, it was definitely more fun when it was, a uh, you know, this silly concept with ever-changing rules. Mm. Uh, yeah, kind, kind of once they started playing it, it was just a, like just another T20 comp where you were short 20 balls per inch, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was just
1: a too short uh, match. But anyway, we'd be very sad if the 100 goes. Not that we've paid any attention to it whatsoever. No. <laughs>
0: Ah, can't bowl, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for
1: tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Molar reward. So the Muller Award is for underappreciated and dumb acts in the week of cricket that we've just had, and we are having a rapid-fire podcast today. So there's yes. only a couple of nominations, but they're incredibly good ones. Dan. Yes. So what have you got?
0: Well, I've got I've got the the new Wisden being out. So my first nomination is Wisden, yep. uh, because uh, Wisden's has, has <laughs> their, their the the best or, or my favourite ongoing comedy bit. Yeah. And um, this is uh, their their leading men's cricketer in the world award. And uh, if you're not not aware, that that's not the one. Because they've got their their old fashioned awards, they've got their five cricketers of the year. That's where yeah. they, you know, you can only get it once, and you've got to play in the England side. It's very convoluted that one. And you would think that that was the most uh, confusing award that Wisden gave and out, and the funniest one. And I mean, the that's pretty one. funny
1: too. I mean, eventually we will use up all the good cricketers, and you'll <laughs> end up with five really bad cricketers, and we have to give it to them.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the, the the leading men's cricketer in the world. This is that. This is the one where Wisden staff search high and low across the globe for the finest cricketer of the. year and they weigh up all the performances from all the international sides. They send all their you know journalists off and they analyse things and they crunch the numbers and they invariably land on their favourite England cricketer. Of course. And then they uh, retrofit their definition of leading cricketer to ensure that uh, their favourite cricketer wins. <laughs> so it's a, it's a very good comedy premise. Yep. And, of course, uh, Ben Stokes. Congratulations to Ben Stokes uh, because he is this year's leading men's cricketer in the world because this year Wisden decided that the award would be based on who was the best captain in cricket. So that's what they chose this year.
1: Was it Ben Stokes last
0: year? Uh, no, it was uh, Joe Root last year. So right. congratulations to Joe Root because if they'd used the best captain methodology last year, yeah. he would have probably come last yes. <laughs> in the world yep. uh, instead of first. So very lucky for Joe Root uh, <laughs> that, that that wasn't the methodology last year. Yes. So, yes. Well, very, very good. Uh, so I look forward to seeing, you know, who their favourite England cricketer is next year yep. and uh, how they go about making sure that that cricketer wins It's always good fun
1: That's a fantastic method Mm. And uh, one more nomination Ireland scored 492 Now you might uh, think that was a high score But it was the second test match against Sri Lanka And they still lost it by (laughs) an innings Which is incredible
0: Yes, I think that's the highest score ever made by a side In an innings defeat So great effort from Ireland uh, Cranking up the record books there
1: Yeah, Sri Lanka made uh, 704 Three for 704 declared And uh, that was in reply to the 492 How did they do this? And was this a timeless test? How did they have enough days for this? I'm uh, not quite
0: sure how they had enough days for this, but uh, they had uh, Madushka make 205, Karuna Ratna made 115, Kusul Mendes 245, Angelo Matthews 100 not out, and poor old Chandamal was uh, 13 and he was retired hurt.
1: Incredible. And I presume all of these players for the entire match all had strike rates above David Warner.
0: Oh, you would imagine so, (laughs) yes, yes. That was enough of a lead that they bowled Ireland out on the last day for 200-odd and one by.
1: And I'm not sure whether to nominate Ireland or Sri Lanka for that, (laughs) or David Warner. So I think what we'll do is we'll give the Muller Award to Wisden... Uh, based on what criteria, though, uh, Based
0: Based on the fact that I like giving the award to wisdom, and we're going to retrofit it to make the, yep. the, the Muller Award goes to the entry, which is the m- most uh, book-like.
1: Yes, very good criteria for yes. the Muller today.
0: All right, I think that's pretty much it, right?
1: It is. Uh, people will be cranky with us for whizzing through this <laughs> wonderful podcast, but a short one is a good one. And uh, you've been listening. Or if it's
0: not, we'll declare it void and we'll we try will. again next time. We'll
1: definitely declare it void. Uh, Dan Liebke's been talking and Kat Jones has been talking and you can find us on Twitter yes. and Facebook and Mastodon. Mastodon.
0: Yeah, look look for us everywhere. Track us down. It's, it's your challenge for the week and we will speak to you next time.